It's Monday. It's March 5th. And the word of the day is valetudinarian, which means a sickly or weak person, especially one who's constantly and morbidly concerned with his health. Used in a sentence, Eli was the valetudinarian of his high school graduating <laughs> class, yet still only got into a safety school for college. Huh. I remember when the intros to our show weren't direct personal attacks. It was long ago. We'd only seen 800 Christian movies. It was a simpler time. Before we broke. Yeah. I gotta say, until you started using it in a sentence, I was sure that was a roundabout way of wishing me a happy birthday. But no, that was Eli that you were going for. Anyway, I'm no illusions. I'm Eli Bosnick. I'm Heath Enright. And broadcasting delayed from America's far center, we are the Skeptocrats. On this week's episode, Vladimir is putting us on the fritz. It turns out the Chinese guy's name is not Eleven Jinping. <laughs> and we're pretty sure Smith & Wesson is about to end their relationship with the NRA. <laughs> but first, the rest of the intro music. Joining me for headlines tonight. Our fellow skeptic rats, No Illusions, and Eli Bosnick. Noah, Eli, uh, before we start, just, you know, for fun, why don't we all name our favorite thing about Vladimir Putin? <laughs> <laughs> why not? His uh, lack of immediate proximity. <laughs> his uh, history of killing people who fuck with him. And his handsome face and his nice <laughs> smile. It's hard to pick just one, Heath, now that I yeah. think about it. <laughs> Agree, agree. And uh, I'm going to add that I photoshopped my face into his topless horse photo to make my Tinder profile, well, there you and it's crushing it. Uh, unrelated question, how many animals come up when you swipe through Pennsylvania Tinder? <laughs> is that an attack on my Tinder profile, or is that it's a serious a, question? It's attack <laughs> on Pennsylvania. You're a bunch of cow fuckers <laughs> in that state. <laughs> A lot of dogs. Yeah. A lot of dogs. A lot of dogs. Oh, you must love that. Yeah! I do. I like them better than... I mean, if I'm being honest, I swipe right on more dogs than on the... (laughs) In our lead story tonight, (laughs) Heath swipes right on a lot of dogs. Also, well, I'm just sorry. I'm sorry. My lead story seems like I, like not that big a deal after we just had that admission. Anyway, oh, it's a big deal. In our lead story tonight, Jared Kushner's plan to help his dad demolish the teen center came to an abrupt halt last week when a security clearance was reduced from top secret to little orphan Annie decoder ring. <laughs> This move came amid a mounting scandal after an NBC report revealed that more than 130 of Trump's political appointees had failed to secure permanent access to classified information. And it's not like they then didn't go on to work with classified information. Now, interestingly enough, as much attention as the media is paying to Kushner, we haven't heard much about the other more than 129. (laughs) Yeah. I think everyone's still focused on hanging Hillary Clinton for using... Uh, McAfee basic instead of McAfee premium (laughs) or the fuck she did wrong. (laughs) So, you know, it's one equally valid treason allegation at a time that we can handle in the media. Still, it's a good cue, right? Like, if it ever comes out I sexually harass someone, I'm just going to immediately kill four puppies and cheat on my taxes. Serpentine. (laughs) Serpentine. (laughs) Serpentine. (laughs) Now, we should be clear that Kushner is a special case, and there's a good reason for the press to be particularly focused on him. First of all, despite the FBI saying very clearly... No, this guy shouldn't be seeing classified information. Until last week, he had daily access to the president's daily brief and reportedly made more special intelligence requests uh, for classified information than any other person working outside the intelligence field. 
The FBI reportedly based their decision on several hundred foreign contacts and business holdings that he left off his original application for said security clearance. He's like, yeah, hey, uh, Jared, small thing. It says here that you own a company out of Moscow called uh, was uh, Slow Moving Dipping Devices. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, I do. I do. So let me get that knock list from the yeah, CIA. Right. Just drop above nothing. <laughs> Well, they are the ice cream of the future, so, you know. What? Nope. Nope. <laughs> Slow of course. Dipping. <laughs> lying, to the, <laughs> lying to the FBI about which hostile nations he was and wasn't taking private meetings with wasn't the only thing that made him a liability around classified info. Unlike every past senior White House official since Teapot fucking Dome, Kushner failed to divest from his business holdings in any meaningful way before taking up his position. And this problem is complicated by the fact that his family business is run by an idiot child and it's in so much debt it qualifies as an honorary South Pacific Island. Yeah, I feel like I feel like America would vote for sending Kushner and Trump to jail in Ferguson, Missouri. Like, like, <laughs> that seems about fair. Yeah. And then some other stuff. But right. that for, for Well, we'd have first. an election, but then more than half of us would just not have time on a Tuesday. You know, just a crazy Tuesday. Can't <laughs> get around to it. Taco and, day. <laughs> and by the way, it's not like the only people who noticed how easy to compromise this fucker was was the were the dudes working for the FBI, right? Immediately before the news of his security downgrade broke, we learned that at least four foreign governments had been openly scheming about ways to use Kushner's business debts and overall stupidity to compromise national secrets and trick the U.S. into working against its own interest. The list of known countries include Israel, China, the UAE, and the one I know pisses Trump off more than the other three combined, <laughs> Mexico. <laughs> Just Jared Kushner picking up a briefcase of Coke made with real sugar in San Juan in exchange for strategically placed holes in the wall yeah right <laughs> also immediately after the news of this downgrade broke we learned that his company took in about a half a billion dollars in investments from companies whose ceos he'd had meetings with at the white house for undisclosed reasons about undisclosed topics and whether or not this was a direct quid pro quo situation those particular ceos got a fuckload of quid out of trump's policies yeah, well, you know, we don't want to overreach. Many people have meetings at the political center of an administration with no sway at all. You know, yeah. where else are you going to eat? <laughs> and in name doesn't ring no bells news tonight. Norwegian officials are investigating a case of stolen identity this week due to the fact that someone stole the identity of a Nobel Peace Prize nominator to nominate Donald Trump... <laughs> For the second year in a row. This is going to work one of these times, yo. And uh, this might be unrelated, but Jared Kushner just had his security clearance downgraded again. <laughs> he is now required to sit off to the side at a literal table of kids during all White House meetings. It's a little chair. He's Wait, <laughs> all the way down his knees up in the air. It's fun. I'm sorry, though, but is, is the Nobel Committee acting like that would be dumber than... Aung San Suu Kyi or Yasser Arafat having one of these things. I know who both of those people are. So interesting. I agree. That's right. To be clear, for the second year in a row, a American, well, probably American citizen, they haven't said, but it's an American citizen, has impersonated one of the several hundred anonymous nominators to try to put Donald Trump in the running for the Nobel Peace Prize. Honestly, Trump could move the doomsday clock back to, like, 
mid-morning if he just deleted his Twitter. <laughs> yeah. That would do it. Does wasted potential count? Right. <sighs> so, Olav Njolstad, whose name I can't pronounce because fuck you, it's spelled N-J-O-L-S-T-A-D, <laughs> director of the Norwegian Nobel Institute and secretary of the Norwegian Nobel Committee, which awards the Peace Prize, discovered that the Trump nominations were forged when he called the person whose name was listed as the nominator who confirmed that the nominations were a fraud. Right, yeah. Well, okay, so to be fair, I, I love this so much. The reason this ultimately failed is because the guy at Nobel Peace Prize TM or whatever at, at HQ looked at it and went, the fuck out of here. This can't be real. <laughs> and again, that's our president. Just for clarity, the police and the committee thinks this is the same person doing the same thing for the second year in a row. <laughs> you gotta love it. <laughs> And in Smith and Lesson news, following the school shooting in Parkland, Florida last month, and also a terrifying string of other mass shootings before that, everyone's looking for ways to prevent similar tragedies from happening in the future. And most of the solutions fall into one of two broad categories. Type 1, guns are a problem, so let's have less of them. Mm -hmm. Or type 2, uh, fuck you, I like them, we need more good guys with guns. Well, President Trump seems to be mostly about type two. Yeah, in so many and, ways. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he, likes, he likes a number one, too. <laughs> and his, uh, his, he does like being peace. <laughs> his, uh, his latest idea is to have about one in every five Teachers in the United States carry a gun at school. Because you know who I want armed? Mr. Crosby, my sixth grade teacher who built his house on his own and used to tell us that dragons were real while we were trying to learn math. Let's give that guy a gun. Yeah, yeah, right. No, because if you gave Mrs. Ansel any means to more greatly emphasize the importance of not ending a sentence with a preposition, she'd have used it. She'd have busted a cap over that shit. With, with which it she'd have used. <laughs> Fucker, it's not a real rule. It's not even a real rule. It's just exactly. made up bullshit Absolutely. that English teachers say just to make themselves sound important. Yeah, Sometimes same for commas. Slightly better. <laughs> nope. No. Nope. Edit. Nope. Edit. <laughs> and period. There are some things we're not broaching on this goddamn show, man. There are some <laughs> topics that are too controversial to talk about. You also, know that. Fuck you. Shut up. You're done. You're beeped out of the rest of the show. <laughs> You yes. know the so, sentence is over because you start a new paragraph. No, you don't. That's so, <laughs> silence. It's over when silence. That's how the end of the sentence is silence on the page. Yeah, so I, I'm pretty sure we're presenting this story correctly, I think, but it's actually kind of tricky. Yeah, right? Because Trump sent a tweet last week that denies he wants to give teachers guns. That being said... Later in that exact same tweet, <laughs> yes! he used the words giving guns to and teachers in that order. So, again, it's pretty confusing, uh, both to himself and the rest of us. But either way, I'm pretty sure that by the time he got through about 150 characters, he'd landed on the idea of having certain teachers get trained to carry concealed weapons at school. And by the end of his follow-up tweet, he, he'd done some math in his head and concluded that paying small bonuses for underpaid teachers to 
also be gunfighters would be less expensive than hiring police or security guards, which uh, is true. Well, I guess. yeah. Yeah, and you know what they always say about getting more than you pay for. <laughs> okay, uh, solutions, not problems. Uh, cops in the United States largely need extra school to learn the whole not shooting black kids thing. So we we send <laughs> okay. them back to school. Cop already in the classroom. Everybody wins. There you go. <laughs> okay, so uh, if we're being honest, the teacher desperado idea sounds like it sounds like a super cool movie I'll give that. right yeah and that counts for a lot when it comes to public policy um and i'll admit it does seem like common sense the kid with a gun is gonna have an easier time killing other kids at school if he's the only person with a gun but but if the other person with a gun is a teacher who spent like a few hours shooting paper targets last summer <laughs> Not feeling that much safer. No. You ever have a class with a teacher from a different department who got stuck learning a new subject? Mm-hmm. Just like, yeah, right. Some yeah. asshole who can barely teach jumping jacks is trying <laughs> to explain like high density lipoproteins and low density. It's a fucking disaster. Now, imagine a shooter runs into the classroom and that guy is trying to get a gun out of the Love handle fat cocoon that's been slowly <laughs> forming around his secret holster all morning. It's not great. It seems like you spend the money on police if you're doing the good guys with guns thing. And and maybe also think about trying to solve the actual problem. Yeah, right. right. I think we thing. need an Australia-style ban. I've been saying that about guns for years. Oh, no, on gym teachers. Gym teachers. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no yes. gym class in Australia. Most people don't know that. They don't. Well, they, why what? would they need it? They're all thin and they just right. felt beautiful. They just also, do it's a lie. Physical activity. That's why most people don't know that. <laughs> just making shit up. Yep. Because there's no people in Australia that can really like back you up on that. <laughs> Koalas. <laughs> all right. So, uh, just to be clear, I-, I love the idea of every teacher being an action hero. Uh, and also being a trauma surgeon who could treat gunshot wounds. <laughs> yeah, right, right. They should have That'd a scalpel, too. Fantastic. <laughs> Make it everything. But why stop there? Why not also a Shaolin ninja and <laughs> an airbending wizard and a liquid metal guy? Right, yeah, School would be a, amazing. A for That's that fantastic. <laughs> not sure if it's the most efficient solution, though. Because for every dollar we spend on that plan, it's a dollar we don't spend on... Preventing people from easily obtaining guns like AR-15s. Mm-hmm. And all the countries in the world who did that last thing ended up with way less mass shootings. Like, right away. Okay. Well, Heath, if you want to ban an AR-15, then what year was the first one made? How many screws does it have? <laughs> Answer my bar trivia or you can't ban guns. <laughs> right. Doesn't stand for assault rifle. Everything you say after that doesn't count. No, it's still... Still Does counts. it throw metal fast? I, I want to ban all the things that throw I need to say metal fast. To be against guns <laughs> killing. Okay. Yes. So, looks like Trump's still rolling with the mid Terminator plan, but in a very confusing twist, he might also be pushing for some gun control too. Maybe we're not, but not again, not yet. sure. <laughs> I mean, maybe there's a conscience in there. It's I, I don't know. Either way, we might finally be getting a little baby step. Or not. Really, yeah, no idea. Right. Trump's opinion can change during a tweet. As we, we learned. Yeah. yeah. And on that note, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with some more news items right after the roundup. Uh, 
Uh, okay, Eli, Trump just tweeted, I'll make the Chinese's pay 30 bucks to take a poopy when they come visit. Got it. Thank you. Uh, okay, wait, um, got another one. Uh, Big Daddy Merka 47 just tweeted the word cuck at you. Okay, great. You can mute him. Um, you want me to mute him or, or block him? Uh, let's go with mute. I think okay. he's a mutier. Mute. Got hey, guys. Yeah. What are you doing? Oh, hey, no, I've just been having trouble keeping up with my social media and the news, so I hired Heath to read me everything so I don't miss something. Okay, I uh, got another one. A girl from your high school had a baby. Uh, is it cute baby? Eh. Okay, then just give it a heart. A heart. Uh, how do I do that? Do we went over this. Sorry. No, it's, what are you going to do, right? Hard to hire good people. You click well, and then why you not go, try okay. ZipRecruiter.com? What's ZipRecruiter.com? It's the smartest way to hire. ZipRecruiter posts your job on over 100 of the web's leading job boards with just one click. Then ZipRecruiter actively looks for the most qualified candidates and invites them to apply. No wonder 80% of employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site in just one day. Just one day, huh? Uh, okay, someone messaged the Facebook page asking if we reviewed God's Not Dead. Great. Just send them a link to Google.com. All right. Google dot com got yeah, it okay. ap apparently they don't know about that okay uh right. noah how do i give this uh zip recruiter thing a try you can find out today why zip recruiter has been used by businesses of all sizes and industries to find the most qualified job candidates with immediate results and right now our listeners can post jobs on zip recruiter for free that's right free just go to zip recruiter.com slash skeptocrat uh okay another one uh someone just sent you a meme right you can ignore that sorry noah what was that address that's ZipRecruiter.com slash Skeptocrat. Uh, also, you have an email from someone who wants to know when they should take a souffle out of the oven. Right. You can send them Google, too. Google.com. The one I wrote before. Got yeah, it. Okay. Same, same one. Same one. Uh, sorry. No. One more time. Uh, one more time. To try it for free, go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Skeptocrat. ZipRecruiter, the smarter way to hire. Uh, okay. What about the nudes? Uh, guy or girl? Uh, guy. Google. <laughs> Tyler, get in here. Uh, yes, Mr. President? Tyler, I need your help. I started a war, but Sarah says it's not the kind where I get to dress like an army man. And I am that, no, bigly... That's because big, it's a trade war, sir. That makes sense. I am a traitor. No, a, a trade war with the European Union and Canada and the UK and China and... Why would we be in a war with them? I, I just paid them a giant compliment. What compliment? Yeah, I told them I was going to mark all their steel as terrific. No. No, no, you promised a tariff on their steel. Yeah, I mean, if you want to use, like, the cool word for it, like the shorthand. No, sir, sir, like, tariff isn't short for terrific. It's a tax on imports, and it immediately sparked a global trade war with both our enemies and our allies. It's not like... An expression like like dope or fat with the P. It, it is not, sir. Oh. Well, this is not tariff. No. Not in either <laughs> sense. <laughs> so I said, is this a relationship or are we just fucking? And he was all like, moo. Typical men. 
Exactly. Tell me about it. Uh, Mr. President. Worst. You wanted to see. Jesus, what did you do to your head? Do you like it, Tyler? I did it to celebrate my gold medal. You know, get into the spirit. You gave yourself a perm to celebrate. Uh, It's called curling, Tyler. And we took home the gold. We took home the gold. I got it. I think you look like the late Princess Diana. It's beautiful. (gasps) That's the most wonderful thing anyone has ever said to me. One more angel in heaven. Always in our hearts and minds. So I'm sorry, sir. Did you want to see me for something? Yes. Tyler, sorry, parsley, sage, rosemary, and thyme. I'm on a metal kick, and Sarah here tells me that I'm up for a Nobel Prize this year. Fingers crossed. Okay, first of all, it's pronounced Nobel. Are you sure? Uh, I heard it was Noble. I, Two votes. I, I'm, Two votes. I'm sure, and no, sir, uh, you're not. That was, that was someone who stole a nominator's identity so they could submit you, but, but you are not up for a, a Nobel Peace Prize. Okay, that's a problem because Obama got one. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get one. I'm gonna pay someone to pee on it. Again so I, with the paying hmm. for pee. So what do I do? How do I get this thing? This Nobel Prize. Do you want a barrette, by the way? Uh do you have a pink one? Do I have anything in any other color? You uh too much. Okay, so oh. uh, well uh, so a good start on the prize might be not provoking nuclear wars. Or trade wars, mm. maybe not endorsing Nazis, and maybe uh, try mm. not being a Russian spy tr- trader uh. thing. There, there would be a lot of steps. Mm, I feel tricky. like yeah. you know what? Never mind. Sounds like it's too much work. Also, have you seen my mobile phone? I need to start a global conflict on Twitter. Uh, we're all gonna die. Don't say die, Anna, princess to the world. I'll never forget the day. Oh, bittersweet. <laughs> Candle in the wind. (laughs) Do you get that she's fucking a cow? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) On the newswire tonight, Mexican President Enrique Peña Nieto canceled a planned trip to the White House after realizing that he'd have to talk to Trump while he was there and being reminded of what that was like on the phone. (laughs) <laughs> in Pyeongchang, the Winter Olympics wrapped up, leading Americans everywhere to go, oh, are those still going? I thought it was like a week. <laughs> cool. Did we win anything? Cool. <laughs> cool. Curling, women's hockey. Got a couple. Got a couple. <laughs> We're number four. <laughs> in business. Georgia Lieutenant Governor Casey Cagle announced on Twitter that he's going to grossly abuse his power if he becomes full governor by spite taxing Delta Airlines if they don't reinstate their recently severed relationship with the NRA. In response, Delta is thinking about pulling their hub out of Atlanta, watching Georgia's economy crumble and yelling, Jenga! Yeah, (laughs) right. And of course, every politician in Georgia is like, that's a great idea. Let's jump on that. Jesus (laughs) And in the Empire Strikes Back news tonight, Jeff Sessions brought a spine last week to fire back against Trump's latest round of juvenile insults. I don't have anything else. I just wanted to use the Empire Strikes Back pun. And I thought that was pretty good. In heroism, Saudi Arabia began accepting applications from women to join the military this week. Uh, they're not going to let them in, but it's good to know which of them are getting uppity and want to get their hands on guns. You know? <laughs> in China. Communist Party leaders announced their plans to abolish presidential term limits 
just in time for President Xi Jinping to never leave office. In a related story, the U.S. Senate is thinking about decriminalizing treason and also replacing the controversial electoral college system with Vladimir Putin. (laughs) (laughs) That decision may have been made for us. Uh, Trump announced that the digital director of his 2016 campaign, Brad Parscale, is going to be the campaign manager for his 2020 re-election campaign, uh, though his lack of a current FBI indictment has led many to dub him overqualified. (laughs) TikTok. (laughs) In March Madness, the Louisville Cardinals are appalled at having to give up the title after it was revealed last month they bought hookers and strippers for their players over a four-year period. In other news, all Heath got me was some stupid coffee things. (laughs) (laughs) In dentistry, a bioengineer at King's College in London may have discovered a way to regrow damaged human teeth using fillings made of stem cells from murdered babies. A crowning achievement in more ways than one. And once we start grinding up fetuses into the public water supply, (laughs) everyone's going to have perfect autistic teeth. And... Then we win. Yeah, right. <laughs> and we profit. White House Communications Director and Presidential Pants Steamer Hope Hicks announced last week that she'd be leaving the administration soon. Trump is apparently distraught over the loss of a completely unqualified 20-something whose job appeared to be convincing him to let the airplane into the hangar when he got too angry to eat. <laughs> <laughs> and in cluelessness. Actress, professional self-hater, and the person who came out worse in a movie they co-starred in with Brittany Murphy, Stacey Dash, (laughs) is running for California Congress. No word yet on whether Donald Faison is okay with it. (laughs) In sports, a group of Olympic athletes who all happen to be from Russia and wearing the same shirts (laughs) came away with a victory over Germany to win the men's ice hockey gold medal in Pyeongchang last week. For most of the game, both teams were doing bad guy mannerisms, so nobody could tell which team was the protagonist. But they finally talked it through at the end with everyone agreeing that Germany is still automatic bad guy for a while, yeah. if right. there's any disputes. Right, right. In different sports, the International Football Association Board approved the use of video assistant referees in association football beginning in this year's World Cup because not doing that would be fucking stupid. <laughs> Dear all the other sports, not doing that... Baseball, you have the thing. It shows us when you're wrong. We always know. Why would you intentionally do worse at refereeing? They for- get like two out of three. It's yeah. Horrible. Strum. Crap. And in <laughs> news, someone named Austin Dillon won something called the Daytona 500. <laughs> An event I had the miracle of forgetting all about until I read this story and then remembered that millions of people I will never meet are super excited about the live-action version of Cars 3 that took place this week. <laughs> well, the left-turning part well, of that movie, yeah, right, yeah. right. <laughs> and in Puerto Rico, five people were killed and one person was wounded last week during a mass shooting in San Juan. According to the NRA... This doesn't make them look bad because it didn't happen in the U.S. They also pointed out that this is the FBI's fault because it happened in the U.S. Yeah, right. (laughs) Either way, teachers are going to be armed with Puerto Ricans from now on. Should solve the problem. Good. And that's going to do it for the Roundup. Stay tuned for more headlines coming up next. 
And we're back. Next up in headlines and got it for a steal news. Trump started a trade war last week because nobody could find his favorite mug in time. <laughs> Despite opposition from congressional leaders, foreign leaders, his own advisors, all the economists of all time, the stock market and history itself, Trump announced on Friday that he will later announce a steep increase in tariffs on steel and aluminum in hopes of luring John Galt's investment dollars back to the U.S. economy. Okay, well, that's not going to help unless we also put tariffs on uh, grit and gumption. <laughs> this is a stupid move. Uh, Heath, maybe you failed to watch a little speech known as the State of the Union, but we actually have an abundance of grit and gumption uh, and heroic soldiers. <laughs> Those are actually our main exports, actually. Yeah, I don't think they are. <laughs> if, if nobody wants them or pays for them, I don't think they count as exports. I, because if they do, we can just dump a bunch of shit and, and, that, and we're solved. Anyway, Noah is talking um, about soldiers. <laughs> of course. Yeah, thank you. Within minutes of the announcement, the Dow Jones Industrial Average shot a solid 500 points and closed down about 2%. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> International response was even worse. Uh, China's director of the metallurgical industry called the move, quote, extremely stupid, end quote. <laughs> EU officials have promised to retaliate with $3.5 billion worth of duties on U.S. imports. And Germany, the number one importer of steel to the U.S., called the move un fathomable yeah uh in game theory terms this would be about equal to just shitting all over the chessboard yes. flipping it over he might as well put tariffs on foreign protons too. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's kind of like shitting on your opponent's side of the board and then smearing it around yelling king me you have to king me <laughs> you know, it's a lot like that a lot of his foreign policy and trade policy is just like that all right so trump dismissed international outrage with a tweet the following day claiming that trade wars were quote good and easy to win End quote. Oh, uh, it's actually bad and impossible to win. He was close, though. <laughs> and, he said... It's like a fight with your wife after 10 p.m. Isn't it? <laughs> he also added, quote, it's easy, end quote, a sentiment that the 1930s would like to strongly object to as soon as they're done donating tit milk to an emaciated stranger. <laughs> but even without all that shit, this would still be fucking stupid. Assuming that you, the listener... Consume more steel and aluminum than you produce. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that's true of all but two of you at the most. You'd get the shit end of this stick even before the trade war. Uh, but to Phil and Mike, the two guys who have those home steel mills, thank you for the rebar. <laughs> that was a lovely gift. Thank you. Yeah. Going to put up a put bench. Good use. <laughs> Now, perhaps the most disturbing aspect of this news item, by the way, came from the Washington Post a couple of days afterwards when they reported that sources inside the White House had said that he did this because, A, he was pissy about Hope Hicks resigning, and B, Gary Cohen told him he couldn't. We are literally being governed by tantrums at this fun. point. It's fun. <laughs> and in rushing around screaming news tonight, Vladimir Putin gave his own state of the fifed him this past week and among the promise of infrastructure and the hope for his upcoming presidential election race against himself he also mentioned his brand new unstoppable nuclear yes. missiles <laughs> it's just just putin in full hockey pads skating across the bering strait with a new <laughs> yeah, unstoppable yeah he has an invisible floating nuclear missile that breathes heatless fire bully for vladdy <laughs> and and what better way to demonstrate this when with 
literal graphics of the <laughs> missiles aimed at Florida. At Mar-a-Lago, exactly. Right. So, to be clear, we've now upgraded from fat kid with a slingshot full of starving people on uranium to full-fledged Bond villain when it comes to nuclear threats against the United States. <laughs> yeah. One of the missiles actually has Bugs Bunny inside, and you shoot it at the U.S., he saws off Florida, and he oh, floats it off into Cuba. <laughs> and I, for one, say good riddance. Don't get me wrong, I love Florida, but on a map, it looks like America can't get it up. I'm sick of the other countries making fun of us. It's true. It's true. Now, I should say, and Noah pointed this out already, uh, that given Russia's history, there are uh, a couple of doubts about whether or not there are secret... So-called super nukes that are too fast to be detected by radar and can't be stopped by traditional warfare. But most <laughs> Science experts can't explain. Yeah, but but most experts who doubt their existence tend to end their sentences with things like, "Right? I mean, right?" <laughs> Either way, you know Sarah Palin's topless on a horse somewhere in Alaska, just marching up and down a line of militiamen, giving that Braveheart speech. <laughs> Horse just stepping on her droopy tits. I can see it. <laughs> they are not. No, <laughs> take it back. <laughs> she is beautiful. Comma. Either way, since the announcement, <laughs> Donald Trump has taken a hard line on the obvious nuclear threat. Oh, wait. No, he hasn't said anything because he doesn't want images of himself giving the double thumbs up in front of peeing hookers to be <laughs> Russia's Olympic uniforms in two years. So, but I want that. He hasn't I said. want that. <laughs> and finally tonight, in god awful parties news. Welcome to the Gapcast. <laughs> each time around, we sample another selection from ignorant politics. Because I'm not drinking enough, apparently. <laughs> so tell us, Noah, what god-awful party are we breaking down today? We watched the Republican Party. <laughs> it's the story of a party that freed the slaves and still managed to look like the assholes 153 <laughs> years later. And Eli, how bad is this party? Oh, okay. Uh, well, if you love the Nazis, but you're tired of hiding it, you will love this party. Great. Now, uh, there's lots of things the GOP is the best at being the worst at, and many of those things are on display each year at the Conservative Political Action Conference, or CPAC. But there was one moment that really stood out this year. So I'd like to nominate conservative pundit Mona Sharen as the best worst thing to happen at CPAC 2018. And when I say best worst, I mean that Ms. Sharen was the best and the audience reaction was the literal worst. Yeah. The worst possible reaction to things being, it's, it's amazing. And, uh, of course, I'm talking about the cacophony of booing she got in response to her anti-rape anti-Nazi political stance. That was booed. That was apparently controversial somehow. It was like a skit about Poe's Law. Right. Yeah. Unbelievable. Poor Mona didn't get the memo that said, we're being honest until November. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so just in case anyone's not familiar with CPAC, I'll do a quick summary. It's the annual conference where college kids from young Republican clubs can go to hear speeches from GOP leaders 
and get their sticky page copies of Ayn Rand and Robert Nozick signed by grown-ups who understand the material even less than the kids. If I'm describing this year's event with a single slogan, it would go, uh, libtards, libtards, guns don't kill people, the FBI kills people, <laughs> libtards, John Galt, I just came. Yeah, yeah it's libtards. a convention where everyone's political beliefs could be changed by a black guy walking around saying, no, no, say that again. What'd you just say, Kyle? No, 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 what'd you just say? What'd you just say? I want to know what you just said. <laughs> Which is why they don't have black guys walking around. It's called extreme vetting, by the way. <laughs> I said affirmative. <laughs> nope. No, nothing. Movies. <laughs> All right. So here's what happened with Mona Sharen. She was one of four women on a panel called uh, called hashtag us two. Yeah, there's a good sign. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. Uh, so she was asked about her opinion on the current state of feminism. She responded, quote, I'm disappointed in people on our side for being hypocrites about sexual harassers and abusers of women who are in our party. Again, she's a Republican who are sitting in the White House <laughs> who brag about their extramarital affairs, who brag about mistreating women. And because he happens to have an R after his name, we look the other way. The Republican Party endorsed Roy Moore, even though he was a credibly accused child molester. You can't claim you stand for women and put up with that. End quote. This was followed by booing and heckling I, uh, from the crowd. Okay, well, I, I mean, I love what she said. Don't get me wrong. I love every word of it. But who the fuck claims that Republicans are standing with women? I mean, you know, they try to keep their hands free on a crowded train, maybe. <laughs> She's like, okay, uh, let me rephrase, test the room. Rape is bad. Boo! Okay. Boo! Okay, I get where the room is. I get where the room is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and uh, against all odds, it actually gets worse. I don't know how it happened. It gets worse. After the highly inflammatory <laughs> remarks about being pro-consent, she also addressed the fact that CPAC invited far-right French politician Marion Le Pen oh. to be a speaker. Sharon basically said, uh, hey, guys, small thing. Maybe we don't invite family members of convicted Holocaust deniers now on. Uh, well, no, unless she was she was here to renounce that. No, 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 <laughs> she's not. Oh, yeah. So maybe we don't do that anymore. Maybe no more family members of Holocaust deniers. Followed again by boo. <laughs> right. OK, another try. Uh, feel in the room. The Holocaust was bad. Boo! Yep. Boo! Yeah, boo. That's on me. Yep. Honestly. <laughs> Thought you read the room earlier. Boo. Boo. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, this, uh, this all led to an op-ed by Ms. Sharen following the event in which she described how lots of conservatives don't feel comfortable with the Republican Party anymore, which is an excellent point to be making. If you take away the religious nonsense and other science denial and horrible bigotry and voodoo economics you're left with like a handful of common sense conservative principles that actually do belong in politics somewhere. right yeah same yeah. things like if they're gonna die they'd better do it <laughs> <laughs> okay but no but like there are no i'm for it you don't don't they're, if they're gonna die they better do it and decrease the surplus <laughs> i'm agreeing with you <laughs> yeah here's the thing 
in the rest of the civilized world, what I just described, that's called the right. Yes. <laughs> and also those fragile, whiny millennials should get off my lawn. They should. Absolutely. <laughs> that is true. I thought I was the old guy. <laughs> and that's going to do it for episode 67. Thanks to No Illusions. Thanks to Eli Bosnick. And thanks to all the listeners who liked us on Facebook, followed us on Twitter, and sent us feedback on the other various internets. Please keep doing that. Please keep listening, and please keep telling your friends. And if you find the naive stupidity of our giving away a free show business model to be oddly charming, please feel free to send us gifts of money at our donation page at patreon.com slash skeptocrat. Just like Jake, Morgan, desperately trying to build our robot overlords, Tim, Nate, Moe, Visually impaired and need help with Apple products? Visit almost got a free plug for your website. Not going to say it. It's not nope. quite free. But... I'm going to say it. Applevis.com. It's blind people. We're going to yeah, help yeah, blind no, people. Blind people. Donate. They got so Apple products. Yeah, Boo. Sure. Get a fucking Android or a PC. <laughs> no. <laughs> Yay, Apple blind. products. You're blind. Go to Applevis.com. That's, yeah. you know, reasonable. Uh, also, Colin, Jacqueline, Eden, and Zafre Fennec whose crafty genitals can pay off your entire mortgage with one simple trick. <laughs> Go to skeptocrat.com. We'll tell you what it is. And whether or not you're feeling financially benevolent like those fine people, if you enjoyed our brand of whimsy and you'd like to hear more dick jokes free of charge, check out our brother and sister shows, The Scathing Atheist, God Awful Movies, and Citation Needed, available on iTunes, Stitcher, or the Deep Web. We just have one last thing. Let's compliment that penist. Special thanks to Ryan Slotnick of Evil Drafts on Mars. He is the creator of the virtuosic musical stylings you heard today, which were used with his permission. You should definitely check him out using the links we'll provide or by Googling the only band called Evil Drafts on Mars. Until next time, catchphrase sign off. All right, give me one second, because my Trump has been very Eric Cartman lately, and I'm trying to get a little better at it. Sir, <laughs> my microphone is broken. My microphone is broken. I'm telling you, folks. All right, I'm telling you. They're making fun of us. They're laughing at us. All right, here we go. I'm, I'm in it. All right, here we go. Let me tell you, folks. Here we go. Over here. Up. Down. See? Go. Okay. Oh, boy. Oh, no. Turbo. Okay. I'm back. I'm ready. <laughs> Do the Konami code. <laughs> up, 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 down, 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 down left, left, <laughs> right, right. A B A B A B A B B A B A. Oh, B A B A. Select start. Select start. <laughs> All right. <laughs> up, up, down, down, <laughs> left, right, left, right. B A B A. Select start. Swamp. <laughs> Okay, thwomp, ready to go. <laughs> the preceding podcast was a production of Puzzle and a Thunderstorm, LLC, copyright 2018, all rights reserved.